Shabbat of Kufnun Aleph. The last thing we were discussing was the Mishnah and Kufnun Amud Aleph about not hiring employees on Shabbat. And I can't tell my friend to do it for me. And I can't uh, go to the border close to nightfall to uh, go do something that is asur. But I'm allowed to do. Uh, but I'm allowed to go uh, watch over my fruits from the border. And then at night, I'm allowed to just go bring fruits since I left for something mutar. And we discussed uh, uh, yesterday. The last thing we discussed, as long as you did have it's okay. Now the last part of the Mishnah is a rule brought down by Abba Shaul, which said, "Kol shani zakai b'amirato." Whatever I'm allowed to say on Shabbat. I'm allowed to go out to the border before nightfall on Shabbat. So with that, we're starting Kufnun Amud Bet, two lines from the bottom, where it says, Klal Amar Abba Shaul Kol Shani. It brings down the rule he brought down in the Mishnah. So the Gemara is asking a question, Abba Shaul what's Abba Shaul talking about? Let's say you tell me he's going by the Resha, where it said, you don't go to the border before nightfall on Shabbat to go to get employees or to get the fruits. And Abba Shaul is coming to tell me when am I not allowed to go? We have a problem. Whenever I'm whatever I'm allowed to say, I'm allowed to uh, to go to the border for. Uh, it, it, the language should be different. What am I not allowed to say? I, it should say that uh, whenever uh, am I not allowed to say, I'm not allowed to uh, go to the border for. Meaning, he's coming to explain what's Asur. So use the Asur language. So you have to say he's going by the Sefa. Person is allowed to go to, to, to the border to watch over his field. And at night he's allowed to bring uh, fruits. Then we have a problem. The language should be opposite. Uh, whatever I'm allowed to go to the border for, I'm allowed to talk about. So the Gemara answers the Olam It's really going by the, on the Sefa, where you're allowed to go p- p- protect your uh, fruits and then go bring him. And you ask the question, so okay, then the language should be opposite. You could explain. This is what Abba is coming to explain with this rule. Oh, he's going on this rule. You watch my fruits in your area and I'll watch your fruits in my area. And Abba Shaul is telling Tanakama, and they're both agreeing to this rule, don't you agree? You watch uh, my fruits and I'll watch your fruit. And the Ritva says that uh, Shmuel didn't make this up. It's just what he understood between Tanakama and Abba Shaul. And the Gemara continues in Abba Shaul's uh, discussion with, uh, with uh, Tanakama. Ve'ema, you should say, and this is my eklal, kol she'ani zakai b'amirato rasha yani l'achshich alav, and we can learn other dinim. And the Gemara asks, klal latu yemai, what are you coming to add? So the Gemara answers, latu yehad tanu rabbanan, the following halachot, en machshichin ala tchum la'avi behema, you can't go to the tchum to go bring your behema, however, haita'o medet chutz tchum, if your cow was on the other side of the 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 boundary. You could call it and say, cow, come here, and it could come, and that's okay. It could come into the tchum. Whatever I'm allowed to say, and we could uh, go to the border right before night for Kala uh, and for that person to get him an Aaron, to get him clothing, to, to bury him in, and we tell the Shadrach, 
go to that place to go be able to buy everything you need for the debt the mat and if not from this place and that place if you don't find it for a hundred dollars have them at time they giving them prices they don't get it for 200 buy whatever you have to buy and uh, just don't mention uh, prices and now this fits been perfectly with the next Mishnah we are we go to the boundary right before nighttime uh, Shabbat afternoon so we could uh, get a head start to go get uh, to go help a Kala to go get for the mat a coffin to bury him uh, and then clothing to wear. Nochrish Hevi Hadlin Bishabad, a goy who brought flutes on Shabbat, they used to one time eulogize using flutes. Loisped Behen Israel, they shouldn't use it uh, to uh, to eulogize for a Jew forever since it was used on Shabbat. But Osfot says that on Motse Shabbat, you're allowed to use it as long as the amount of time to bring it in passed. So if uh, let's say it takes a day to bring it from whichever city they brought it in, you can't use it Sunday, bring it, you can use it Monday sort of thing. Unless they came from somewhere close, within the tomb, and then you're allowed to use it right away, Motzei Shabbat. And Tosavot explains, we don't uh, find them, we don't punish them. Why? Because since they brought it from, from close, in the tomb sort of thing, then it really the Hana'a wasn't that much. Asulo Aron, they made him a coffin, Vihafrulo Kever, so a goy made a coffin or they dug a hole for to bury a Jew. Yikaber Bo Israel, you're allowed to bury Israel on Shabbat, the English will Israel, but if they specifically did it for Israel, Lo Yikaber Bo Olamit. Shouldn't be buried there forever. Why? Because people are gonna say, Oh, they did they were Mahalal Shabbat for him. Now the Gemara asks. We said that if a goy brought uh, flutes uh, on Shabbat, we shouldn't use it to eulogize for a Jew unless they came from a close place. So the Gemara asks, karov. What does that mean that he came from a close place? Rav Amar mimakom karov mamash. If we know for sure that he brought it from around the block, then you're allowed to use it. Shmuel Amar, even if they brought it from outside the city, hashin shemichutz lachom alanu. We say that they were outside the city, but they were within the tomb, and therefore you're allowed to use it uh, right after Shabbat. And Rashi explains the nafkamina between what Rav just said and Shmuel just said is in a case where we're not sure, according to Rav, we can't use it, and according to Shmuel, we could only, you know, we have we could suspect that it was that it, that it was okay. And the Gemara says, The Mishnah sounds like Shmuel. Why? If they made, if they you know, if they made him a coffin or they or they made a hole for him, you could put Israel. If they didn't specify, it's a sefek mutar hachar. Now, over here also when they brought the flutes, we could say as long as we have uh, you know we have an inkling that it came from within the home, then we're allowed to use it. Right after Motzei Shabbat, right away. However, the Gemara now brings a proof. Also, we have a Brayta like Rav. And it has a bathhouse that works on Shabbat. If most of them are Nochrim, you could go take a bath right away. It's mostly Israel. You have to wait the amount of time it takes to warm up uh, the bath. 
because if it's mostly Israel, we are, we we suspect that the bathhouse tendent warmed it up Dafka for the Jews that are coming in Mote Shabbat. Mehtzal, Mehtzal, 50-50. Yamtin, Ad Kedeshi, Hamuhamin. You should wait the amount of time it takes to warm up hot water. Rebiu Daomer, Be'ambati Ketana. If it's a small bath where we could always uh, say that a whole bunch of Avadim came and warmed up small pots and then they just threw it into this Ambati uh, Ketana. Then if it has a reshut, then you could uh, you could bath in it right away. It's like my asks my reshut. What does that word reshut mean? There's a person, a chashuv person with ten slaves. There's this. Uh, very Hashuf person with ten slaves, who they warm up uh, water from and they put it in for him. So Then I could go take the bath right away because I know it was done for him. Even in the case of 50-50. But bottom line, in the case where it's 50-50, in a regular case, 50-50, you still have to wait till Motzei Shabbat Hamu. And that sounds like Rav, who said in the Safek case, it's Asur. By the way, um, Rashi brings a second perush on the sugya. It doesn't say Tanya Kavate the Rav. It's uh, he doubles down Tanya Kavate the Shmuel also, and he proves it uh, to be lenient like Shmuel. Very interesting. Okay, Asulo Aron v'Hafrulo Kever. If they made a uh, made a coffin, they made a hole in the ground that he could be buried. And the Gemara asks, Am I? Why should he be? Why, why should he be allowed to be buried in it right after Shabbat? Should take whatever time it takes to make a hole or make a coffin. You should wait that time. We're talking about a kever that was that's in the middle of Rishut Arabim. Now, no Jew gets buried in Rishut Arabim. That's not the way we take care of our uh, of our uh, deceased. We put them in a cemetery. So obviously it was meant for a goy, and therefore you let to put it in right after Shabbat. So the Gemara asks, okay, Tina Kever, Aron Ma'ikalimimar. How do you explain the, the Aron? Amar Biabu Bemutal Al Kivro. You have a coffin on top of a hole in the middle of Rashut Arabim. Obviously it was meant for a goy, and you could use both now for the Jew. The Gemara now says, Osin Kotzor Chehamet, Sachin Madichin Oto. Uh, you could do anything for the met on Shabbat. You could put oil on him. You could wash him. As long as you don't move a body part. As she explains, you don't pick up his hands. You don't pick up his feet. You don't pick up his eyelids. None of that stuff. You could take a pillow that's under him. And you could put uh, the uh, you could put uh, deceased on the the ground on the sand. But you can't pick him up and put him on the ground. You just have to do it by taking away pillows. Bishvil, Sheyamtin. And we want him to be a little bit full of moisture. So this way he doesn't uh, stink from the heat uh, or from the uh, from the pillows or from the covers. And therefore you could just put him on you could put him on the on the sand just by taking out the pillows. Koshrin etalehi. You could tie his jaws if it's opening and opening and opening and you want it closed. Loshi not that to close it, if not that it shouldn't open more. Uh, so you should uh, just tie it in a way where it's not going to just continue opening. Same idea with a beam that broke in the roof of the house. You could put like a chair over there to keep it straight. Or take, uh, uh, I guess, the poles from the bed. 
which is long, and again, not to try to fix it, to, to, to put it together, it doesn't crack even more. So the Gemara right away asks a question, you're allowing us to put oil and to wash the mat? He went after him into the into the bathhouse on Shabbat. The Talmud wanted to wash the floor. He went to put oil on the floor. You're not allowed to do that. Why? Because the karka is muktzeh. You're not allowed to put oil. You're not allowed to work with this or wash or, or put oil on something that's muktzeh. So how could you do that with the mit? So Gemara explains no. Over there had nothing to do with the muktzeh. It had to do because karka be karka mechalfa. Where he's worried if you're going to do it by the bathhouse where the floor is uh, tiled, you might come to do it on a place where the tile where the floor is uh, dirt, and you might come to fill in a hole, and now uh, you have the whole bonus situation. Met but a dead person and the the, the ground is you're not going to get mixed up. It's a big difference. Now we said in the Mishnah that you could do kol met. Now kol atuyemai. What does that mean? Kol. So the Gemara explains, Latuye had ten Rabbanan, like like the rabbis taught us, Mevi'in kelemeker. You could put uh, utensils that keep the body cold, like uh, glass, uchlema tachot, or metal. When you hinal kereson put it on his stomach, kedesh sheloti poch, so it won't blow up. Upokekinet nekavav, and you could put, uh, you, know, you could clog up the the body's uh, holes. Kedesh sheloti kanes behenar ruach, so the wind won't go into it, or there won't be air. The Av Shlomo Amar Bechachmato Shlomo explained it. lo yeratek before the the silver rope snaps. That's talking about the spinal cord. The golden uh, bowl is is broken. That's uh, that's the ama. That's the Brit Milaria. But tishaver kad al and the pitcher is broken at the fountain. Zeakeres, that's the stomach. And the wheel is uh, broken at the, by the hole in the ground. Zeperesh, that's uh, the excrement. Uh, we also said that Hashem is going to put the excrement on their faces on your uh, on your holidays. These people, they leave Torah and they make all the entire days uh, uh, holidays, they enjoy themselves, they eat, they drink, they're not paying attention to Torah. Three, three days after that person passes away, his stomach uh, opens, like I guess it busts out. And it falls towards his face. And the stomach says to him, Take back what you put in me. The Mishnah says, We don't close the eyes of a dead person on Shabbat. And we can't do it with, uh, even on hall, at the moment uh, the person passed away. And a person who closes the eyes of a dead person at the time of death, that's called murder. And the Rambam says you have to wait a little bit before doing it. And then there's the Nefkamina, the Halakha, is uh, when would he be Hayav as a murderer and get punished uh, with the punishment that happens to a regular murderer? If there was, uh, uh, if they warned him and they gave him the whole uh, the Hatra'a and Betin, Aydin, the whole nine yards, uh, would he be Hayav Mita? Very interesting. Yes, yeah.
הגמרא מתחילה, תנו רבנן המעצמו עם יציאת הנפש, הרי זה שופך דמים. אם The animals will fear us as long as a person is alive the animal has a certain fear of uh, the, the creature once you're dead the, the, the animal doesn't fear him anymore and again you could go into the mefashim the drashot here are amazing we have a tradition a lion doesn't attack two pairs of people and the Gemara asks but we see a lion does attack two people a beast doesn't attack a human being until he sees the human being and thinks animal. Anyone that is controlled by an animal, you know he was like an animal himself. אמר רבי חנינא אסור לישון בבית יחידי, a person should not be in a house, should not sleep in a house by himself, יכול לישון בבית יחידי, anyone who sleeps in a house by himself, או חזתו לילית, לילית, a certain שדה, she comes and grabs him. ותניה, רבי שמעון בן אלעזר אומר, עשה עד שאתה מוצא. Give צדקה while you have who to give to, ומצוי לך. While you have money to give him, and while the money is still in your hand, before you pass away, and you won't have it later. You should do tzedakah now. What's Years are going to come. You're going to say, what are those? I don't want that. Those days, Elu Yemei Hamashiach she'en b'hem lo zechut ve'lo chova. Those days, everyone's going to be rich. There's not going to be any zechuyot to get, 
and all this it argues of Ligad Shmuel, the Amar Shmuel, and Ben Alam Azel, Alimota Mashiach, Ela Shavun Mechiyot Elvad. The only difference between now and when the Mashiach comes is that. Uh, that uh, when the Mashiach comes, we're going to be everyone's going to worship Hashem. It's going to be anim then also. A person should always pray that he doesn't become poor. Um, because if he doesn't come to this uh, poor, someone in his family is going to be poor, either his son, his grandson, his great grandson, someone. Because it's tzedakah, Hashem gives you a beracha. Tana debe vishma'el, gagal shechozer ba'olam. It's one of those cycles that happen in the world. You know, one generation is rich, one is poor. Amar of Yosef, Nikitina, we have a Kabbalah in our hands. Hayt surbam, Rabbanan, lo mi'anei, atamid hacham doesn't become poor. Nikmah says, v'haka hazina de mi'ani. We do see that they atamid hacham are poor. So the Gemara explains, im ita de mi'ani, ahadurea pitcha lo mehedar. Even if they become poor, they're not going to go around knocking on people's doors. And there's a machloket between the Meiri and the Mahashat. Explain this. It doesn't mean, the Meiri says he doesn't become that poor. And the Mahashat explains, no, he's just too embarrassed to go around from door to, from door, to door. Or another perush in the Mahashat is that people already know that Tamil Hakam is poor and they go take care of him. Amar there, Rabbi Hayyadid Bitu, Rabbi Hayyadid told his wife, Rabbi actually told his wife, when poor people come to you, uh, give them bread. So the, the one day they'll g- give your children bread when they become poor. What, are you cursing my children? There's a pasuk What's biglal? No, it's a cycle. It, it goes around and around. It goes, uh, it goes in, in full circle. Tanya Rabban Gamliel Berebi Omer Hashem is going to give you mercy, you're going to have compassion, and you'll multiply. person who has compassion towards uh, Hashem's creatures, uh, the Akadosh Baruch Hu shows him Merahamim. Uh, a person who doesn't have compassion towards Hashem's creature, it, uh, Hashem does not have Merahamim on him. And the Ramah says a person should always be praying for his panasa and the the Gaon Mevilna on the Shulchan Aruch mentions that uh, it's from a pasuk straight on Mishlei that a person who closes his ear, uh, then Hashem uh, will uh, he'll, uh, will not listen to this tefillot either. He'll call and Hashem won't answer. Now the Gemara goes back to the psukim that uh, in Kohelet they talk about a person's death. When the sun and the the moon and the and sun the light become dark, that's a person's forehead. Ve'ahotem and the nose. Ve'yareh zo aneshama. That's aneshama. Ve'kochavim elu lesatot the cheeks. Ve'shavu he'avim achar ageshem zo me'or anav shel adam. That's uh, the person's uh, the, the light in his eyes, his eyesight. Sholech achar abechi, which goes uh, it becomes weakened when 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 there's rain, which when there's uh, crying. That's when a person loses his eye, uh, his eyesight. And she says, because when a person gets old, he becomes depressed and he cries from that. Until the age of 40, it, you know, the, 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 I guess the, it, the fluid comes back, even though you cried. After the age of 40, the body doesn't replace that fluid. This eye medicine that they put in the eye, 
Even if you put so much like uh, the beam of a weaver, it it just preserves whatever eyesight you have. It doesn't uh, help. It doesn't improve it. So what's Rav Nachman coming teaching me with all this kuhla? Uh, He's coming to teach us the, that the more the strong the more that you put on the thicker that you dab on it is better for the eye. Rabbi Hanina Shechivale Brater Rabbi Hanina's daughter passed away. Lo avaka b'chayala he didn't cry over. Amra le the bitu's wife said to him, Tanegota peka at me betach. Why a chicken just passed away in your house that you just threw out of your house? Your daughter cry. Amra la tarte. Then I'm gonna have two problems. Number one, I'm lost of children, and I'm not gonna be blind also. He held like and there's six type of tears. Six, uh, three good, three bad. Smoke and crying. And stomach pains in the bathroom. Ra'ot, they're bad for the eyes. Shel sam, vishel sehok, vishel perot, yafot. If it's medicine or you're laughing and you cried or be something sour and when it comes to f- from fruits, they're all good for the eyes. Yafot, they're good for the eyes. Baruch Hashem le'olam, amen, ve'amen.